I'll just send the links to things for you, so hopefully it will be in a second. No, you're not doing that. You guys are right, yeah? I'm good, man. Yeah. No, I'm good. I'm blessed and I'm highly favoured. Amen. 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 Money is always... No, I think it's the rain, boy. The rain. What do you do? The rain is bringing me down. <laughs> you know the weather, like, it's proper, like, gloomy. I nah, know. Bringing look, me down. Look. The su- the Lord is shining in my house. Amen. 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 <laughs> you don't know. <laughs> <laughs> those are the video comments that you make when things like this happen. You're like, no, no, the sun is yeah, 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 shining. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Lord face is upon me and shining brightly. <laughs> I've got um, I've got Apple on to some things. You know, we'll talk about it outside of the podcast, man, but. Yeah, positive only, fam. Positive only. Positive only. only no, I'm on that. Man. Yeah, it's the way, man. It's the way. It's the way. It's actually, it's actually so true, though. As a man thinks, oh. so, he, so is he. So is he. Life so and is death he, is in the power of the tongue, yeah. bro. It's so that true, is, you know. I know, like so people true, always try to tell us we can't speak things into existence, but our tongue is our power. I can, fam. I can. Like, <laughs> can. I'm not. And that that whole doctrine where people are like, oh, don't speak things into existence. I, I think it's true, man. Understanding of what it means. That's what yeah. Understand. They've got. They think that we're saying that we're some magicians or something. It's not that. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not even that. Yeah. yeah, you know them ones here. Yeah? That's why I always like when I speak to my mum. Yeah, I always tell her like, mum, God is not a magician mm. here. But the mm. things in which that He has given us, the word that He's given mm. us here, like mm. if we speak on those yeah. things here, yeah? if we declare mm-hmm. it above, it will what happen. Mm-hmm. It will happen. It's not magic. It's not like oh, and all of a sudden money was just in my account. I'm like, no, that's not how it works. Yeah. Yeah, mm, yeah. <laughs> that's not how it works. Yeah. Hard work is involved as them well. Like them testimonies are just like okay. I'm not saying it does it can't happen. Mm, it can't doesn't happen. give I could send you five right can... now and you could have been praying for it and you don't know. Do you know what I'm saying? Mm, yeah, it's happen, true, but at the it's same true. time, I just don't feel like those are representative of what life is. Like the Bible says you have to work. In accordance with your faith, you see. So mm. it's not even that. It's just like you just have to work, bro. Mm. Don't be lazy, bro. Be lazy. I think <laughs> that's because I remember one time. I actually, one time, I think a hundred pound obviously like appeared into my account. I'm not saying it appeared, ah, I'm sure okay. sent it, but I don't. But I actually don't know who sent it till this day. I do not know who sent that one hundred pound, and I actually needed it. I remember messaging Derek and being like. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, Derek, I'll save for that money, man. He was like, what money? is like, I don't know what you're talking about, sort of thing. I thought he's the only one that would send me money like that, like randomly, but he didn't. So Okay. Yeah, let me, so let me that, take back what I said then. So maybe, <laughs> may, no, but that's the thing. Someone can like, God can be like, you know, like the prophetic ones where God would be like, send money to this account, <laughs> like these details. Do you know what I mean? And like where you're moving like by the spirit and you're like, God goes, go to your bank account. Mm. You go to your bank up now. Type in these numbers. Type in them numbers. You said that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Let me not take that back then. Mm, it's not like it's just gonna appear like someone's just gonna. Do you know what I mean? Like. It's yeah. Just gonna yeah. Yeah. Direct. Like God. Like. Mm, yeah. 
Oh, 100. I love that. Mm. I love that. But yeah. But that's that's still like they're like mythical though. <laughs> I want it to happen again. You know what the thing is as well, yeah, it's sweet because in the, these these those kind of things distinguish us as believers from the rest of the world. Do you know what I mean? It's like these kind of supernatural mm. stories you see, but um Yeah. Even even like let's say for example like money doesn't appear out of nowhere, but like let's say remember that time I think I told you man that I actually needed like money, I didn't have money at some mm-hmm. point. Yeah, and a gig that hadn't paid me like a year and a half ago, two years mm. ago, ended up paying me, and then they paid me another like extra one fifty or something like that mm-hmm. as well. So it's like they paid me. They basically like out of nowhere, they're like, "Oh yeah, we forgot to pay you. Here you go." And I forgot about the money too. So it's like it's almost like money does appear out of nowhere, mm-hmm. but um, it's not necessarily nowhere. It just comes at a time that is very much needed. I think I hear that. very timely. I think as well what's really important is. Um... Is affirming. I think affirmations around money are very, very, very important, especially as like, yeah. your point, mm-hmm. you know, on um, on speaking life. Like, if you speak life daily mm-hmm. over over your financial situation, mm-hmm. the way that God has done that, yeah. well, there's no option but for it to, to to come to you in some form. And that might sound mystical to people who don't who don't understand the principle of the concept. Mm-hmm. But when you understand that concept. Mm-hmm. It's a game changer. That, you, remember, mm-hmm. you know them times where, where you've heard uh, it be said that rich people use biblical principles to uh, get rich. Even would you know about that Ecclesiastes? What you know about that Ecclesiastes? Mm-hmm. Yes. I think I can find that, that clip, you know, <laughs> he did he say in it, but he said, what y'all know about that Ecclesiastes? These men, they're, they're not necessarily, you know, Christian, devout Christians, but these men are using yeah. the principles. That, mm. But yeah, they follow the principles. And because you fo- they follow those principles, mm. God has yeah. to do it. So I'm saying, like, the, yeah, mm. that's how we fashion the universe. Principles. I honestly that's believe, yeah, I honestly it's laws. believe. Yeah, it's like it's, it's, it's laws. Yes, yes, yes. yes you Let's know. say it. Let's say it. <laughs> laws. <laughs> it's how he structured the the universe. That's how he structured it. Like he's like, this is how I made these people in my image. There's a reason why human beings are made in oh, my image and animals are not. You know what? Because I honestly believe, yeah, I believe it. You know and, I mean? and the thing is, yeah, I can't give you a scripture, but I know that there were af- words of affirmation in the yeah. Bible. Like things that people have said and be like, okay, oh, yeah. this is how I'm living. This is what I believe. And this Who is God? Who is God? I am. Don't worry, I'll find I'm you there. A, I'll find you there. I'm sure, I'm sure it was even parables of what <laughs> yeah. Jesus said as well. Like he probably said it in parables. Jesus, Jesus, God is who? The great I am, fam. I mm. am. Like it's it's all wrapped up in it. Mm. Do you know what I was gonna say? While we're waiting for, for our esteemed guest, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's play a little game. Right. So this is how the game goes, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's called Preach It. You're gonna Yo. get Oh, I can it. Oh, kicks in your room, my game, man. It's all right. Yo, what's called preaching? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, are you good? We're good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're good, bro. Nice, nice one. Yeah, man. Okay. Nice one. Been a long time. Three, it's been three years. It's been three years. Bro, that that stuff that was hit me like Facebook, man. How you say? Mm. How you tell me three years ago, man? I literally sat there and, and thought about it. Three years. What? That feels like mm. a year and a half tops. Honestly. <laughs> yeah. Time, time flies, man. Time flies. Yeah. Those of you listening now, if you haven't heard our TV episode, what y'all need to do, y'all need to go back and listen to that first. We had a part one with Kingsley 
three years ago. <laughs> My God. Mm-hmm. Um, three years ago. And, I, you know, to wrap up Kingsley, really, he's a, he's a very, very talented graphic designer. Um, has Thank you. The best. best. The best. The best. He's the best. He's the best. He's, he's the actual uh, 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 man behind some of your faves. Uh, brands, some of your fave uh, uh, graphic designs, for example, you know, Murky, mm-hmm. uh, Stormzy's Murky, uh, this is Kingsley who designed that, various different, uh, who, who else have you worked with, Kingsley? BBC? Uh, Akala, Akala, Lauren uh, Hill, BBC, uh, Nike. Uh, but you are getting that BBC check because mm. every time I go on your Instagram account, yeah, it's a new commission yeah. by BBC. You know that one year when they say now. I've been commissioned, yeah? It's like, they just got the bag, <laughs> fam. They gave me the bag, <laughs> bro. The supplier status now, bro. He's their supplier, fam. You probably you probably told them the price has mm. gone up. They said no problem. No, no problem. No problem. <laughs> no problem. <laughs> no, all them artwork that you see for the BBC Sounds app, guys. Kingsley. Okay, that's Kingsley behind that. BBC Sounds when they try to do their, their podcasting platform and things. Kingsley. Flames. Absolute flames. It's a pleasure to have mm. you again, bro. Oh, thanks for having me. Man, update us. What's been going on? Like, what's the latest? Three <laughs> years. Where where is Kingsley at right now? Oh man, it's like how how do I describe it in like a short sentence? Mm. Uh, it's, it, it's difficult. Um, many things, man. <laughs> uh, second exhibition, nice. Uh, yeah, saw that. Uh, a a healthy client list uh, which keeps growing, Hell. and I'm grateful for it. Jeez. Uh, and it's been mm. it's been great. Like it's it's been really great. Um, I feel like I've also been growing a lot more as an artist and as a person too um so it's been it's been really really uh, eye-opening mm-hmm. at times wow wow because when when we um when we first obviously had a conversation like obviously people that know kingsley and i went to uni together um but we we were first i remember at the time it was murky was the was one of the biggest things if i if i remember correctly that you yeah. had done yeah. by that time uh we also got into a little bit of beef i'm not gonna lie with with a certain artist because they were like oh kingsley didn't do this but it actually turned out that kingsley did but anyway we were management it was you have to protect huh? your artist you have to protect your artist i get it you know what I'm saying? I get it. came from my neck in twitter after this uh podcast here they were like um excuse me uh you said that kingsley did this and that and i was like yeah he did and he was like no he didn't i was like oh and then it actually turned out that really? things he did um say it again king wow. wait say that again bro. oh sorry um yeah I'll, I'll be interested to know who that is because it's like imagine just like Lying about it, like bro, you responded to them. Oh, <laughs> no, 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 bro, you responded to them. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bro, bro, I, 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 do you know what? I'll message you on IG, I'll let you know. Yes, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. was this on Twitter? <laughs> and obviously, right oh, now, was, on Twitter. Wait, wait, wait. was yeah, that the Kano thing? Yeah, funny. Oh, yeah, 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 clear up any future misunderstandings so as well as like um the things i, I show which is probably i want to say 20 percent of all the work i do um there's a lot of those commissions where a mm. person of a person of a person will ask me to do it and then a lot of the people involved in it might not know who i am i don't know whether it's like some clients like to hide me because they don't want to share me or something uh... which is something someone has actually told me before but it's like 
it's kind of like, no, he didn't do it. And I'm just like, I mean, look, I spent two days working on it. You're telling me that was a dream. Yeah. 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 Messy, bro. Messy. Because this Mm. is the thing, like, they're trying to, they're trying to disguise the talent and make it seem like it's them that's doing it or whatever. And I get it. There's layers. I I, I don't think it's that, though. I I think it's because they appreciate you so much. They want to keep you to themselves. So it's almost like, all right, you don't know the artist, but the artist is so sick. <laughs> I have to keep him to myself. But if you, if, if I'm that talented, yeah, I want 100 bags. <laughs> For me to just do your ish, yeah, I want 100 bags a year. I want 100 bags a year. I, I personally think that's a yeah. good way to look at it. I personally think they do it because they don't want uh, yeah, I'll, I'll man's look at price it. to drive up. Because as soon as people start knowing, man's price is going up, bro. Really, I, I look at it, look, I, I don't even look at mm-hmm. it negatively. I think it's like one of my clients was like, oh, um, sometimes I don't like to share him because I'm afraid he might be too busy for me. And I'm like, I, I'm like, I, I I always treat my day ones like day yeah. ones and stuff. I, I never really look at it as like a, oh yeah, I don't, you know, unless it doesn't make sense anymore. But apart from that, I never look at it as negatively. I'm just like, what, what are we gonna, what are we gonna beef about something that I know for sure, really? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. So it's like whatever, man. Mad. But I'm, I'm, it's crazy because I, 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 I feel like. Um, Obviously, that that was popping off. They, you know, they came for our next. The management were trying to come for us and whatnot. Um, but <laughs> since then, obviously, you've been just been going for like, like you said, exhibitions. You had your first exhibition, which was sold out, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. And then second one this year, earlier yeah. on this year, earlier on this year, which again just doing phenomenally well. So, what what for you has been some of the things that you've been learning going along this? this journey, like, especially in the entertainment industry, you now got these, you know, BBC on your doorstep asking you to do work for them. Like, what things are you learning in that? I'm learning that um, artistry and sort of daily life mm. are kind of very, like, close to each other. So I feel like over the years, obviously, you always aim to be better year by year and stuff. Uh, but I've also co- sort of discovered that the better you get, the more you discover yourself as an artist and the different ways you can apply yourself. Um, because once upon a time, I saw my art as like fit for certain industries, but the more and more people give you a chance to uh, indulge in some sort of different topics or different briefs or different commissions, you start to learn more and more about the things you like to do and the things you're really good at, you know, or the things you might not be good at that you want to get better mm-hmm. at. So. Yeah, it's been it's been really like it's been kind of like a exploration of oneself. We <laughs> trying to say you're trying to jump out the urban bag and get that white check. Is that what it is? Yeah. It, it's it's been. I mean, look, do it, do it, do it, Kingsley. Do it. Listen, do it. Yeah, because listen, everybody wants to grow. Everyone wants to reach a pinnacle, right? I'm not saying don't help your brothers and sisters. Like, don't leave us. But I'm saying, bruv, the white bag is there as well. The 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 the, the Indian bag is there as well. The Asian bag is there as well. Like go for every Absolutely. single bag. Like blood, I would think that your work would would do, would do tremendously well in Tokyo. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying, like, I've heard I try and work with them man over <laughs> there. Technically, yeah. it already has with Murky, bruv. True. Yeah, technically. So you know what? Can I just address something? I'm gonna I'm gonna address a little elephant in the room. No, I've been wanting to. What's the elephant? So mm-hmm. with this, because obviously we've just talked about how um how it could be the person of a person of a person that gets you to do the work now, right? Mm-hmm, you know? mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
So when it comes to stuff like your work going global, how have you changed your business, the way you handle the business side of your creativity? Because, because for example, is there like such a thing as, I don't know, like getting a, because I'm sure you probably get like buyouts for your work and then they'll use yeah, Absolutely. Yeah. How does it, is there a way that you can like, if it's shown here or if it's advertised here, then you can get a commission. How, how do you get what I'm trying to say? Like, sure. also, so that's my first question. Basically, Michael's trying to say, like, <laughs> boom, Murky, you did the t- you did the yeah. thing for Murky, yeah? Did they buy you out or do you still get paid some form of royalty and, 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 and something, yeah. yeah? Whilst Murky has been exposed because mm-hmm. I don't know how many people know that you're behind This is the yeah. guy the from Murky, bro. Do you get? Guys. Absolutely. I hear you. Um, and, I think with that one, part, sorry, like, uh, sorry, go. So just the second part to that as well. Yeah, go on, bro. Is, like, what's, is there a relationship there now to this day or not? You go ahead. Um, it's, it, with stuff like that, like, it goes into, like, because obviously with, what I do, there's two sides to it. Well, two of the most important sides, which is like their artistry, which is being able to be really good, a really good designer. But there's also like the finance side of things and copyrights and licensing and stuff. Um, and I feel like when you first start, so I'm going to kind of take you through mm. different stages so you can understand it a bit better. So like, when you first start, you're kind of just like, almost kind of like that artist that's doing the verses for free or for just kind of like, kind oh, of getting Lord. out there, like trying to put yourself out there. But then as you grow more and more as an artist, you're kind of like, well, you start to get involved in more things that teach you how, you know, some artworks you can only license them for a certain amount of time and then the client might want to use them for a longer period of time. So I think since that logo, um, because obviously I come from a background where I've known a lot of designers who deal with stuff like this. So they mm-hmm. kind of teach me. So I was aware of stuff like that from back then. But since that logo, I'm kind of a bit more like, I don't take on things that have strange sort of feeling around it. Like if I feel like, I don't know, I almost kind of, like if I feel like the client doesn't, is not quite serious about this or it's going to be a headache when it comes to stuff like that, I'd rather not take it on because I value my peace of mind over everything. Like Mm -hmm. I'm not just going to, you know, oh, let me just do this because it's going to be here, here and here. Like if I don't enjoy it or if I don't feel like somebody is going to be a good person to work with, I'd rather not do it. Mm. If some, so would you say... I was going oh, sorry, sorry, to say, if somebody is cool to work with, then I can talk to them about it. I can be like, okay, cool. Where is this thing going? Uh, what's it for? Because I'm not, I'm not in this to collect all the money from your bank account. I'm in this to understand what it is that you do. So I can be like, well, you're going to say to me, mm. um, cause it's not going to serve you well for you to be like, well, I'm not going to tell him this is going to be on a billboard because I'm going to sit down and design something that is not going to be fit for a billboard. But if you say to me, well, it's going to be on a billboard, it's going to be like, I can say to you, well, I also know about licensing. I also know about formats. I also know about mm. different things that we can talk about. So, it becomes more of like a relationship. So you grow with mm-hmm. a, an artist, a brand, they come, you grow with that person. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, makes sense. Because yeah. essentially mm-hmm. what you're saying is it's not just about securing the bag, it's actually the relationship yeah, and absolutely. also the development as an artist to what you were alluding to before. Makes mm-hmm. sense. Absolutely. So, so would you say, would you say that the approach in which you take now when it comes to new business, are you trying to strike a balance between, um, you know, being acquaintances and also having, you know, 
having a business mind in regards to every conversation you have, or is it, I don't know, or are you very strictly just business, right? We're just, I'm just here to work. It's, um, it's, it's an interesting one. It's like, it's almost kind of like over the years, it's like you get a good sense of how much you can make, like in terms of like artwork, how much artwork you can make in a week, uh, the flow of things, the type of clients that are going to take maybe a bit more of your time, a bit less of your time, the disorganized clients, the really organized clients are down to the T. So it's like you kind of get like a mental database of the type of person who can come into your schedule and absolutely scatter it. Mm. Like, you know, because I've had enough of them in my past to be like, okay, uh, reading. Because there's been emails I've read, I'm like, this person is coming for my neck. Like, mm-hmm. literally coming to ruin me as a person. I'm just like, sorry, I can't, I can't accommodate you because sometimes it's like when information is missing, you go into a thing where, okay, let me ask a few questions to understand a bit more. And then the person might be reluctant to answer. And you're just like, okay, this is going to be like, not only I'm going to have to be your designer, I'm going to have to be your mother as well. Like, that's long. It's a thing where I, I aim to just yeah. not just yeah. draw nice pictures for your business, but also hopefully we can learn, we can both learn something from this and progress further as like, I don't know, as like in good business partners in a way, in a, in a way. Mm. You know. and, 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 and just on that as well, like, so you're basically mm. saying there's no friendship in this industry. There is, there is, but at the same time, the work comes first. Okay. Because I've had I've had instances where, um, and then some of those clients yeah. might be listening, but I don't really, I don't really care. But I've had mm. instances where I can tell when somebody's trying to be my friend, so you can start asking for things that you wouldn't ask if you didn't know me. So like, mm. I had a dude a while back when he was like, "Oh, can you do me a favor?" And I'm literally reading my mm. phone like, "Oh shit." And then he's like, oh, can you do me a logo? I'm like, a logo as a favor? Like, what? Like, mm. I had to really read it twice. And I'm like, oh, he's been dying to like mm. be friends so he can ask me these kind of things. But not even my <laughs> friends ask me these things. Not even my family. Mm. Like, not even my dad is like, do me a logo for free. He's like, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that, that Ibo spirit bro, mm. don't do anything for free. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta get paid. You know, it, takes time. it takes it takes time, or you might have to say no to something else so you can accommodate something like <laughs> for real. So it, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Kingsley, do you do you? Sorry, this is a bit like off, but uh, do you consider yourself like lucky? Like, because obviously we're like we're seeing you. We're seeing what you're getting, like the clients you're working with in the BBC sounds, this tin. Do you consider yourself like a lucky person or like one of the, because, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm the luckiest person. <laughs> um, so obviously, I don't even, I can't like to. It's a mixture of different different things. Let's just say if this was a, a meal, the, the ingredients would be quite a few different variety of mm-hmm. things. Like I feel like luck is definitely one of the ingredients, but you can't make the best out of luck if you're not ready for it. Mm. You can't put yourself in that position. So I don't look at myself as lucky. I look at myself it, right? as someone who might be cashing in in the inv- numerous investment he keeps on investing. It's like it's hard to look at yourself lucky right. when right, like, right. you go to bed at like four a.m. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to finish a few things, you know. 
So I'm, I'm grateful and happy that I can actually just enjoy yeah, okay, okay, uh, okay. Uh, fruits of my labor from the days where I barely slept. Like I mm. literally started sleeping properly again beginning of last year, this time last year, because I was literally just like uh, going yeah. hard at it, which I still yeah. do. But I think now it's I'm a bit, a little bit older, and I'm, I'm, I'm a bit more aware of kind of organization skills and scheduling things so i can actually just keep it at a very reasonable <laughs> pace in, in a way mad here because the last time uh we spoke three yeah. years ago i remember you were even saying that the sleeping schedule was mad like oh, I, man, it was mad it was mad like, now it just reminds me like you were up late <laughs> hardly sleeping this is when you had your, your studio back in ports yeah yeah remember? yeah um, and where are you based now? Are you based? Hertfordshire. I work from home in Hertfordshire. Okay. So I've got like a separate part of the house, which is like my studio. So quarantine, quarantine ain't nothing for you, fam. Quarantine, listen, to it's tell you the nice. truth, quarantine has been one half of my house, like sort of the beginning of the quarantine at my house and then the rest of it <coughs> working from my girlfriend's uh, dining room. So you're table. breaking the rules? You're breaking the rules? And I'm just kidding. I, I mean, I've been... <laughs> so ain't nobody going out there and coming back with surprises but is um yeah i just i think it's like the environment sometimes mm. is like i wanted like to work somewhere else somewhere else that was different other than home studio and stuff you know yeah just to obviously creative space create a different kind of environment as well but Absolutely. On, on your um obviously you're talking about luck and how you you know you work so hard so you just feel like you're enjoying the fruits of your labor so mm-hmm. Just because I, I was, we were actually talking a little bit about it before you jumped into the call. But mm-hmm. um, in terms of like, are you a man that believes in like the law of attraction or anything like that? Absolutely, because um, the thing is, like, if you were to, because obviously that concept you could, could be interpreted in so many different ways depending on what culture you are. But down mm-hmm. to the simplest terms, in my opinion, is almost kind of like, well, right. if you if you look at pictures of chairs for like. 30 days and you break down how a chair is made and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. When you meet somebody and they mm-hmm. say something remotely close to like a chair, you might be like, oh, cool. Like, do you like chairs? And you might find out that this guy is the son of the biggest chair maker. But mm-hmm. it's almost kind of like you have to tune in. You have to tune into something so you can identify mm. what it is surrounding it in a way. Mm. That's deep. Mm-hmm. That's very, very deep. Yeah, it's kind of like when someone buys, yeah. when you buy a car, right? Because yeah. I bought my car and I thought, oh, I've never seen this car on road. Like, I didn't even know it existed until I bought it. And then I, now that I've got it, I see everyone. See everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing crazy in Astro, but it's like, it's, I'm like, yeah. oh, shit. Like, I've never noticed, like, yeah. everyone else would have this car because it's, like, yeah. quite, you know, particular in a way. There's a science to it. There's a science to it. Hmm, absolutely. Just to, mm. just to quickly take it back, you were speaking about, mm. so three years ago, you spoke about how your, your um, sleeping pattern was terrible, you know, you'd be going to bed at 4 mm. or 5 a.m. in the morning, right? Would you say that you have acquired enough leverage where things are now on your terms? So when it comes to you, you know, mm-hmm. negotiating with the client, would you say mm. you're now in a position to command and to also, you know, direct the ship as to where I see. Um, to you know what? That's a very good question. And I, and I, I don't feel many people think about that and process it. Do you know what it is with me? Yeah? Like, my main aim is to always be humble and to never lose my mind over anything. So it's a thing where, like, I wouldn't say it's on my terms mm. to that extent. But 
you're now more in control of mm-hmm. what you might not want to do. So if a, if a brief, brief comes in from someone pretty big, or even it could be a smaller, smaller job that's really interesting to do, instead of me saying, oh, cool, I'll get this done for like, I don't know, in two days, and actually just completely turn my life upside down because of it, I might be able to say, well, I'm busy for the next two days, but if you leave it with me, I'll have it done for you for next week. And if it doesn't work, then it's a shame we can't work together. But it's kind of like yeah. you you start to kind of have a bit more peace in the way things go. However, I like the fact that if I have to, if I have to sort of, um, how do I say this? If I have to <clears throat> run around like a madman for something in particular, I'm not too, I'm not too sort of proud to say, no, I don't want to do it. I'll still get my hands dirty. Like I still treat every day like day mm-hmm. one. Like I'm never gonna like sort of be too bougie yeah. to be like, no, I'm not doing this. Unless obviously, you know, it's something that just not gonna work for me. So it's mm-hmm. kind of like, yes, I there is a bit more of like on my own terms, but at the end of the day, it's like I, I never want to be too bougie to just be like not pleasant about it. You know. Hmm. You spoke about mm. that you agree about you agree with the, mm-hmm. the idea of the law of attraction. So, are there any are there any individuals or companies that you want to work with? Mm-hmm. I mean, because you might as well just say it now. <laughs> 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 or, or do you believe that? You... I, I think. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Have you attracted any by that 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 law? I have. I have. I have. Mm. Powerful. Tell us. Tell us about it. Tell us about it. I have, but I'm also, I'm also. Obviously, I respect every religion, but I'm also a religious man, a man of God. So I also put a lot of trust in that. You were brought off. You were brought up uh, Catholic, weren't you? Right. Yes. yes. Yeah. You had that memory. Come on, Mike. Mm. Um, <laughs> yeah, <you're> Catholic. <laughs> this is the thing. This is the other thing that I think is interesting because mm-hmm. we were literally just talking about this king. Like we were saying, obviously. Um, we were brought up in, in, in Christian households. So we, we have that element to us. So that's where we kind of root the attraction in. And the Bible reference a lot to the law of attraction more than people actually think that it does mm. um, or people know that it does. So that's where ours is rooted. Um, whereas a next man might root it in, yeah. I don't know, whatever their belief system is. Um, mm. But yeah, tell us, tell us just how, how you kind of mix together that faith and law of attraction because there's a lot of people who sometimes will be like law of attraction isn't that some madness do you know what i mean that they won't they won't find the religious the religious part of it so how did you do that mm. have you got an example of someone that you you actually maintained as a client from using this principle absolutely um so i um so for example like some other artists might ask you know they might ask oh um because i had a question the other week uh, an artist asked me um i'm unsure about the direction i want to take my work in like do you have any advice about the things you look at or the things you like read about and stuff and i said to him look i i can't tell you about your own artistry because it's a discovery of oneself and what you like to do however if you stay true to what you like uh. and what you like to uh what you like to just read watch listen to those things will come to you because it's almost kind of like, especially when it comes to music, for example, when I first started designing, like I listened to a lot of music and what clients came, artists, you know, because you walk Mm. a certain way, you talk a certain way, you draw a certain way. Uh Um, 
So it's, it's yeah, kind of wow. like the law of attraction is almost kind of like when you conduct yourself a certain way, that particular industry or person or organization might look at it and be like, okay, he knows his stuff. Because as a client, who would you, who more do you want? Like somebody who walks, talks and breathes the stuff that you're selling or working with and stuff. Mm. So I think it's almost kind of like a mixture of work your ass off, mm. um, just you know, don't be too eager to be into things. And the wonderful thing about it is that as you're chasing it or as you're like working towards it, there's many things you learn about yourself. It's mad, like, you know, like I didn't even know I would end up like sort of doing some of the things I'm doing now. Like I've done quite, especially this year, between the middle of this last year and this year, I've illustrated so many book covers. Mm. But the thing is like, I'm not surprised about that because you go into my house, half of my house is book books. Like I love books, yeah. but I never looked at it as something mm. that's like, I never really sat down for, as, mm. you know, as I was on Amazon ordering 11 books, I wasn't sitting there thinking I should illustrate books. I never thought of that, right. you know, like if the first client came, they were like, can you just do a book jacket? I'm like, yeah, sure. Amazing. Wow. It's a physical thing. Yeah. And then now I'm like 10 books in, 10, 15 books in. And I'm just like, rah, like I mm. never knew I'll be a book designer. I never knew. It's crazy because you're, you basically like, the subconscious has, has almost attracted it. <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's actually a big part of, uh, we're probably going to lose half our listeners, like, what kind of podcast is this when they're talking about this? <laughs> but it's moving, moving in a new new wave now. Um, no, but basically, yeah, the, <laughs> with this subconscious thing, um, <laughs> what you've used to almost attract it unbeknown to yourself. And then mm. I like what you said in terms of it's a mixture of of uh, working towards it and also, uh, you know, kind of, you know, thinking about it, that kind of a thing that we talked about. But also I think the key is gratitude as well for what you already have. Because then when you're grateful, it allows you to be able to take on more. Do you see? Absolutely. It? Absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, powerful, bro. Absolutely powerful. Yeah, it's also staying humble, you know, because it's like, I feel like when you, especially like even look at today's society, for example, you go on like Instagram or you go on socials and you look at what everyone else has and you're like, oh, I don't have it. And I'm like almost 30 and I don't have it. Like, it's almost kind of like that. You're rushing towards something. But in my opinion, it's almost like everyone has a, mm. everyone has their own timing. And when it does happen for you, it's wonderful because it's in your own timing. You've learned a lot. And whatever you've acquired, you're able to maintain it because you've done your time and paid your dues mm. and stuff. You know, I feel like, I feel like between our last conversation and now, if someone came over wow. and handed me everything wow. I've worked so hard for, I'd be acting a fool, man. Yeah. I'd be like, yeah, I've done this, I've done that. But I think those nights when mm. you're tired as hell and you want to go to bed, but you still have to finish the whole thing, the whole illustration, you're kind of like, okay, like when opportunities do come up, I know how to manage myself and be like, okay, mm -hmm. I've asked for this. Yeah. I've worked hard for this. Now it's time to just go hard at it and show the world why you've been given this chance. You've built yourself up to that opportunity. Mm -hmm. You build as you go along, as opposed to running straight to the top of the mountain. I, I think that's, mm -hmm. that's I completely agree with you on that. Mm -hmm. um, I think as well, when it comes to this stuff, it is about what you can manage and what you can what you can handle. I think it's easy. This FOMO generation, social media. Oh, I haven't got this. I haven't got this. That when mm. we do that, we're showing a lack of gratitude. We're showing, we're showing dissatisfaction, and then we wonder why things don't come 
into into our lives. Do you see what I'm saying? Because we're, mm, we're not really. grateful for for what we already have. We're, and I think there's there's a there's a Bible scripture that reminds me of what you just said, bro. Um, where you said everybody will have their time to shine, and it's like the Bible says the the last shall be first. Do you see what I'm saying? And everyone mm. gets their time to to shine at front, and everybody gets their time to humble themselves and build themselves and work up. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Because some of the briefs, some of the briefs I get now, and some of the requests I get now, is like I'm glad I'm getting them now because mm. the the type of artist I was three, four years ago wouldn't be able to approach it from this angle. Mm -hmm. You know, even the workload I have now, like right. three years ago, I would have been sweating. I'd be like, oh man, what do I, what do I do? But one of the most important mm. lessons I've learned is like, if if you feel like you're a bit stressed about how much you have to do listen stress as you work yeah don't sit there and stress about it like just you know get on with it like you know like by the time you finish thinking about how you're gonna get it done you might already have half of it done mm. like you know mm. it's it's, it's mm. stuff that you learn along the way it's like it's mm -hmm. not just becoming a better artist but it's also kind of becoming a better person who manages themselves better mm. and handles things a lot better than before mm. Wait, so, so Kingsley, how long have you? How long have you been a graphic designer? Uh, I mean, when 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 do I start the timeline? Do I start it from when I got my diploma, or do I start it when I from the first first job I got I got paid for? <laughs> so, I mean, so so I'm guessing. I mean, we could say from okay, yeah, since so you got your diploma since 2013. So 2013. Mm -hmm. Okay, so let's just say almost, yeah, nearly almost 10, 10 years. years. So college, really. Yeah. Yeah, almost 10 years. So since yeah, college, in fact, so more let's than just 10 say years, 10 years at this point. Fact. So, so you've been doing mm -hmm. this for more than 10 years. In that time, have you garnered any other interests? And have those interests? Um, have Have you considered diversifying your portfolio and moving into other things? And the reason I asked this question is because I remember mm -hmm. I was scrolling your Instagram account and you said that you wanted to work with Nike, that you wanted to, mm -hmm. you wanted to design clothes for them. Because I saw this buff puffer jacket that you did, yeah, with some girl, <laughs> she had that long hair. I was like, that would be wavy. Mm. That would be wavy if that was real. And obviously, that would be <laughs> the got male you, well, I got you covered, as well. Man. I need that. Mm -hmm. But yeah, have you ever thought about that? I have. Um, the thing is, um, as well as the law of attraction, I also believe in um, everyone has everyone has a path uh, for themselves. And I feel like if you stay true to yourself, this path becomes more and more clear. Mm -hmm. So it's like when I look at my work, for example, mm -hmm. sometimes I look at my work as an exploration of fashion. Like uh, when I sit down to draw certain certain things, I kind of notice that I draw clothes clothes in a certain way. Mm. Um, and I feel like my work is moving more and more into fashion and clothes and doing different sort of designs when it comes to, comes to clothing and stuff. So I kind of find, I kind of find pleasure in making t-shirts, t-shirts, jumpers and stuff like that. Also like tracksuits, which I'm working on at the moment. Um, so I'm buying one. I'm actually buying one. I'm buying one. I'm, I swear you know, that I want. Yeah, one. I want a white. I want a white T Kings. Yeah, you know, you know, King stayed growing up these, these. Um... Wait, are we putting in orders? Are we putting in orders? Yeah. Now? Uh, do, we do we know his rate? Do we know his rate, bro? Do we know his rate? 
I said I'm buying. I don't care. I said I'm buying. So what I want here, you know how King, because what Kings is sick at, he draws um like all these artistic looking like girls listening to music or something like that on their t-shirt or whatever. I want something like that, just something cool mm. or like I want you to I want to buy a pair of Air Forces and just get you to mark them all up, bruv. Like with your, Absolutely, man. You can do that. Yeah, man. Jeez. Okay, yeah. Absolutely. The only reason why I haven't um cuz there's been a few people come over before and be like, "Okay, I've got a pair of shoes or can you do this and that?" I just but I just do it on a hush hush because when when I first started doing it, I had a lot of DMs and emails from people, and like they, they thought it was like a it was like mm. a sixty pound thing. I'm like that doesn't even cover the price of the shoe. Mm. Like it, it's a thing where I have to buy the shoe and then sit there for yeah. a few days, and, you know, because obviously shoes come with like this coating around mm. it, yeah. so you have to strip the coating, and it becomes like a whole process. Yeah. So I keep it very hush hush, so yeah. you get like fewer people, and the times you do do it, it becomes a lot more meaningful. Right. No. Have you ever have you ever made a mistake yeah. on the trainers? Like yeah. I thought, oh crap, I need to buy another sixty pound air food. Um, yeah, I've made a mistake, but no, I definitely didn't buy a pair. Um, <laughs> I feel like um, <laughs> I feel like yeah, it just mistakes it just happen. But mistake. the thing is, the interesting thing about mistakes when you draw in stuff like shoes or um, or you join on the table or something that doesn't allow you to go back is the fact that the pressure makes you think clear mm. and it makes you really kind of proactive. Mm. So like if I, for example, I'm, I draw a line and it's not supposed to go mm. in, in a specific direction, I'm kind of like, huh, how do I make that line make sense now? That's my new objective. How do I make that? How do I turn that line, mm. that line into maybe a square mm. and now it becomes a pattern and now it becomes this? It's like, it's a really fun way to exercise your brain. Mm. Like, how do I fix this? Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think that they they used to teach me that at uni as well. Music. They said if you play the wrong note, <laughs> play it again. Like, Absolutely. So it, it can become a pattern, and it can become familiar. And people are like, oh yeah, I heard that. And, and the only, you turn the mistake into intention. <laughs> you know what I mean? The only person that knows you the turn mistake, mistake into intention. Yeah. Looking outside of the creative box to go, okay, cool. How can I flip that? How can I turn that? That is mm. crazy, man. So so crazy. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess as well, Kings. Like for you, mm-hmm. what, what, where are you taking this now? Because obviously, Afro's alluded to clothing. Like I'm definitely summer's coming up. I'm trying to get me a, a tea or something. Uh, where, <laughs> where are you taking it in terms of that now? Like, w- what do you see yourself? Because you've done, you know, you've done the music stuff. You're doing, you're continually doing that. But as mm-hmm. you're growing and you're doing your exhibitions and that kind of a thing, where? Where would we see you if we were to come back in three years' time and record another episode? Where would Kings we be there? Ah, oh, man, it is. It's hard to say for two reasons. One, because the ultimate goal is I never really like to talk to anyone about mm. because I rather get there and tell you. I rather and tell you, oh, it's really nice to hear that rather than tell you along the way. Mm. But the second reason is because. I also see my work as an as a, a continuous exploration of things. Mm-hmm. Like I like to explore things. I like to just be like, you know, sometimes I could be sitting there and be like, what would my work look like on the side of an airplane? Mm-hmm. And now you have to put in the steps in place to make that happen. Mm-hmm. It's like, that was, uh, you know, initially it feels impossible. That's I think that's the, the thing that stops a lot of people. You you know, especially when I when I talk to certain clients and they're like, well, I aim for this thing to be this. I'm like. Yes, you can do that. Mm. You can do that, but you have to put the steps in place. Like, and and another thing that I started offering 
to people is mm. co- consultancy. Mm. So it's like someone might come to me and be like, okay, I want to start this, I want to start that. Mm. And I feel like I've had a, I've had enough experience in a few different industries where I'm like, okay, I can give you tips on how to get this going or I can sort of give you some sort of direction the branding and stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like you speak to people and they feel like something is impossible. I'm mm-hmm. like, no, don't don't write it off as impossible. You just have to you just have to take it in steps. Mm-hmm. Like and during those steps you might even realize that that thing is mm-hmm. not for you and you might find what really is for you. I love that. So you were saying go ahead bro. No, I was gonna say like so I you know to answer your question I see it as like a, a further developed like whatever I'm doing now I imagine it times three right. times three or four you know it's like I might you know I'm, this time around I might have done I don't know I might have done books I might have done vinyl records I might have done uh, artwork for conferences which I've actually done yeah. next time round I'm I want to tell you you know get onto get onto British Airways because there's a whole drawing of a babe on the side of it that I've done. Mad. You know, I was just thinking when you said that, yeah, you know what I'm thinking? Mm. It just brought me back to and probably just because he's an artist that you work with, but obviously when Stormzy and them lot did their what's that thing that they where they went to Spain for the day? Oh yeah. um Air Murky or Air Murky Air or something. I yeah, that's the Murky Airways, like I see Murky Airways, like there's been some artists and they're doing something similar to that. And then you've got Kingsley's drawing across the whole place. Like that is, okay. <laughs> Afro, mm. might be your eyes, Afro. Might be sure. your eyes, yeah. OT Airways. Uh, might that be hard? Do you know what? Yeah, let, 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 <laughs> let me just put that into the atmosphere. Get me. <laughs> <laughs> um. Kingsley, uh, you, you, you mentioned earlier about um, mm-hmm. like consult, consulting people, basically. So what is your take on mentorship or just like, do you have a mentor or do you mentor people like in your spare time? What, what do you think of it? Like, do you think it's important? Um, in the I think it is, especially, I think, I don't even think it's important in the industry. I mean, like, obviously it's important there, but I feel like it's more important in the culture we're in. Because there's a lot of like, designers from our background that don't know mm. oh, okay. some of the details that might just make a huge difference in your career. Like, you know, you know, because I thought, I mean, for a long time, right. I didn't know that there were actually agents, which is like companies, where you sign on and they they promote you mm. to like your clients and stuff. I didn't know until like. Wow! I got into the industry and I was working at different places, and they were like, "Oh yeah, we're speaking to the agent, and they, you know, they've got they're asking us if you want to work on this for this and blah blah." blah. And I'm like, "What? Like, there's actually people sitting in the office looking for work for you? Like, I thought you'd have to do all of four by yourself." <laughs> um, so it's the thing where, like, when you wow. have that knowledge now, you can be like, "Okay, cool, I can position myself towards that goal." And the funny thing is that when I became aware of it. That was one of my goals. Is like I want an agent. Like I want an agent that's going to promote me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had three approach me so far, and I'm wow. kind of like, mm. nah, I'm cool. Like it, it to me, the maddest one when you have a goal, you don't know for yet, something, yeah. or you have something on your on your list of things that you want to, and then it comes up, and you're like, oh no, <laughs> yeah, I'm cool. <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> yeah, it's like, we you know, all want to get you're aware of it, and then also when you have 
you know, to, also to answer your question in full, like when you when you do have a mentor, you have a friend. Like I think for me, it's more like friends who care for me in a way. Or friends have done things that I've done and I care for me. Mm-hmm. And I just ask them questions and I'm like, okay, have mm-hmm. a look at this contract or have a look at these terms. Do they sound all right? And then I think the last one, he goes to me, nah, that sounds a bit sketchy. It just sounds like they're just trying to steal your clients. And I'm like, oh, cool. Thanks for letting me know. Because I would have spent two days reading that contract thinking, hmm, is this okay? Wow. You know, but obviously now that I've read a few, mm. I know what I'm looking for. But back then I was like, I have no idea what they mean by this. Uh-huh. I have no idea what they mean by that. So I think it's very important to have somebody who's already yeah. done it that's kind of like, make sure it's kind of tailoring you to be to be great. Cool. And and you know, you know, you mentioned something because you were saying, especially mm. like I think it was you know, there was something like that like in the industry. Do you find mm. that there's like a um culturally, because I when it comes to the entertainment industry, it can be a bit like I don't want to say crab in a barrel, but like maybe some might not want to help you escalate just in case you take their client and that kind of a thing. Do you, mm-hmm. that? Do you find that, especially people of color, yeah, do you find that community wise, it's a thing to bring everyone up, or is it kind of a side eye in? The competition. Um, sorry, give me a second. I'm just gonna connect these these headphones because they're running out of battery. One sec. Sorry, guys. I didn't want the battery to die. No, um, so, uh, to answer your question, I feel like um, okay. I was I was kind of hoping I'll get away with not discussing this, but you know what? This, this is the perfect chance to open up about it not on this I podcast think... bro not on this podcast i'll ask all the questions fam. you do it <laughs> <laughs> and i'm glad i'm glad you do um i think with that side of things right there is a lot of shady stuff happening mm. a lot of it like and i feel like that kind of uh starts the growth of so many different things because i mean i for me for me for, for myself i've i've had heart since i started like i thought to myself look a bad interaction with a set of people is not going to stop me from continuing on this journey. But also think about a lot of the people that wanted to get into this and got used to that day of like, oh, you know, I'm just gonna draw artwork, people are gonna pay me for it. But then when you come across the first client that doesn't want to pay pay the invoice and you have no idea on how to handle it, you're sitting there thinking, hmm, do I really wanna do this? And what if everyone does this to me and stuff, you know? Hmm. So it's like a lot of shady things happen, but. I look at it, I'm like, I look at it as like, you've just told me that you don't want to be part of my journey. Because at the same time, there's a lot of shady sh- stuff happening. There's also a lot of people that come back to me and be like, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, but by the way I behaved, like, you know, I want to really, I had an email last week from somebody who was apologizing because they were like, oh, I'm so sorry by speaking to you that way. Because um, he got really rude about something really useless. And I'm just like, you don't need to be rude to me. I, I try to be nice in every ch- chance I get. But I'm also not. I'm also not a. I'm also not a Wally. Mm. Like I'm not gonna sit here and just take things I shouldn't. Um, but it was nice for him to come back and be like, you know, I'm sorry. You know, wherever I want to work with him again, that's just something I have to think about. But I appreciate someone coming back and saying sorry. You know, because imagine if I kind of took it and thought I don't want to do this no more because of that. You know. And that actually takes me onto my question as well. Do you? Do you feel as if that you you make a mental check of those people that try to wrong you or those people, uh, you know, that don't pay you on time? Like, okay, if I run into you again, I'm going to make sure I'm going to try and try and avoid working with you 
you know do you do you do you do you, do you normally do things like that or is it just you know all things are so i i i'll reply to that question with another question i'll say to you if you and and I'm using these as examples, I'm not okay. putting down any of the two brands. Mm-hmm. Not I'm not putting down the two brands I'm about to mention. But if mm-hmm. I say to you, if you say to me you need a phone, and I say to you, I'll either I'll either give you an iPhone or, or a Samsung, and you take the Samsung, and the Samsung doesn't work, are you gonna buy another Samsung after that? Mm. So it's kind of like that. It's kind of mm. like I look at sometimes no. clients as like, I look at clients as like collaborators. If the last okay. thing we did that didn't work because wherever like you know i'm not innocent sometimes i make mistakes but if the if the thing doesn't work are you really excited to jump into another thing Mm. you know i've had Mm. i've had had commissions when they come back and they're like we're gonna give you this much i'm like if by now you don't know this is not about money like that shows more about you because money's nice but money is not enough for me to sit here for two weeks and and be be art directed by a dictator. I'm not doing it. Right. <laughs> right. So yeah. So it's like a it's like a um it's almost kind of like looking at different people and just saying, okay, we work well. We might be able to because some of my best clients, some of the stuff we make is like I look back at it, I'm like, I'm proud of that. I'm really proud of that. I wanna make more of it. Like I wanna make more and more and more of it and have fun while I'm doing it. Mm. Some of the not so nice people, you're kind of like you know, you're kind of just sitting there thinking, should I? Will I? And the money might be sweet, but you're just thinking, mm. yeah, you're <laughs> thinking, mm, like, I don't know, you know. And, and, and you know, one one thing I've kind of learned, yeah, like working in my career, like, I, for me, I'm at that point right now. And don't get me wrong, I'm getting there, but I'm going to get there. I'm not rich right now. But there were times, there are times in which where I just, yeah. money just can't be no, the thing yeah. that pushes can't me be. towards doing something. Because because I, I've been in positions, my last mm. one, I hated that place. I left after six months. Because mm. my, my manager was a terrible person. I was like, I can't work mm. for you. I don't care how Absolutely. much I'm getting paid. Yeah. I need to leave. So I'm saying, so I was like, I've got, to, I've got to do everything I can to get out of here because the money's sweet, yeah. but it's not sweet enough for me to tolerate this. And I don't really? think any amount that of money would, would allow me to that, That's it. a very polite way that's compared to what you were saying to me, boy. I wouldn't even <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm being, I'm being polite huh? for the podcast, but the way in which... Wait, I can only, <laughs> I can only imagine. No, oh, I, can only imagine days, but I, I know exactly what you mean. It's like, I don't... Like, I, I, there's a, do you know what it is? It's like, there's this special feeling when you're working on something and the person you're working on, uh, what you're working with, it also understands you and what you do and they're excited about it. And there is like, communication is a lot easier. You might even, like there's been times here yeah, when I finished something and I'm like, oh, it would be cool to add more detail to this. And you spend another extra hour. You don't bill him for it. You don't charge him for it. You're just like, I want, mm. I want you to do the best to, to to have this and have the best thing you can have so you can do that your best and make more money so you can pay me more money really mm-hmm. so it is about money but it also isn't because it the, i feel like the human side of it should come first mm-hmm. as a nice person like be nice to others and they'll be nice to you mm-hmm. in a way that's a, again another scripture there boy okay. because you would be done unto you exactly exactly Things yeah, lost mm-hmm. on like create 
during the porn. Indoors has kind of stunned York. Bloody hell! I got the question. You crazy. We got it though. We got it. I got the question. I got the question. Um, I feel like is it hasn't it hasn't hurt my creativity at all. Um, because I work in I rather work in isolation anyway. Like I've I've had jobs when I've worked in like studios and stuff, which is nice. Um, I'm also a team player, as they like to call people. CD. I'm a team player. Yeah. But um, (laughs) ultimately, like a lot of the (laughs) ideas I have require me to just sit and think and think over it, do some research. And and think over it, um, sort of have like, you know, experiment and stuff. And I rather be on my own. So I think the only thing that lockdown has done is that it's kind of made me think. Okay, how much more productive can I be without burning out? Like, what's the, you know, what's the fine line? And I think uh, having had a breakdown before, like a, uh, a burnout. Sorry, a burnout. You kind of know how to how far to push your body because mm. I had like a burnout in college when I was just working flat out and I just like I pretty much just run myself to the ground. So now I'm kind of like, okay, cool. I know my body when I start feeling tired and I'm just like, I can't come up with no ideas. I just go and do something else. So I think if anything, it's made me a lot more focused. Mm. Mm. You know, That's there's no more no distractions. Yeah, you could just be focused in your zone because you're used to working from yeah. home anyway. Yeah, yeah, it's just. You know, it's just a way to just be a lot more, yeah. spending more time, you know, because mm-hmm. I've had time to do more things now. Like, you know, just, you know, oh, let me just spend a day on just, you know, creating random stuff and see see what sticks. And yeah, every time I do those days when I'm just like, I'm not going to do any client work, I'm just going to draw things I like, I always take away something I can offer to other things, if uh-huh. that makes sense. Uh-huh. Got you. You know. So it's quite, it's been quite cool. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. good. No, that's that's dope. Quick, quick questions. So, <laughs> this is this is a. This is, I'm interested. Are you still Listen, chasing up invoices or? I I guarantee are people paying you, you on time. There is no creative <laughs> on this earth, and not even just creative. Anybody mm. who has to send invoices for their business, mm. I'm guarantee you there isn't one yeah. person on earth that yeah, isn't yeah. chasing invoices. Because the thing is, because the thing is, like that, that I think that's when yeah. knowledge comes into play once again. <laughs> it's so true. It's actually. True. I used to complain about it uh, all the time, right? But mm-hmm. my siblings, who are my my yeah. people, them, my siblings, yeah, my sister, my brother, they were like, "Well, people can pay late if they want, but there is uh, late yeah. late fees." Mm-hmm. And um, that was That's the day right. that uh-huh. all of those invoice stresses became nothing. <laughs> like literally, like I have like a, I have a, I have a separate sort of, uh, in a way, what do I call it? <laughs> um, I guess accounting document just for late fees mm-hmm. and stuff. And people think it's a game, but it's not a game. Like you know, I had a, mm. yeah, I had a dude the other day. It was right. like, oh, can you just like. You know, raise the fees. I'm like, not what, who do you think I am? Do you, who do we think we are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I said, Listen, no, you can't. the fees. 
because instead of instead of oh you to days. let me know, you decided to go on holiday. Like I can't see your photos, ah! and, you, and you think I'm cool? Like, no, like at the end of the day, like I look at that. Yeah. Respect, so, like, <laughs> nah, he's cheating. Yeah. Do you know what I'm doing as well? Yeah, like, I'm actually like every post. Nah, he's every cheeky. post. I'm deleting the word. I'm deleting these the word. They're, they're so rude. Yeah, <laughs> but how can you go? How could no, 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 no but mm. I hate companies mm. can be rude, yeah. But how can a man go on holiday, yeah? yeah. Spend peas, spend money because I know obviously when you go on holiday, you spend money, yeah, right. and then come Trust back me. to you and say, Trust you know, me, yeah, bro, I beg like, you because I the day, like, I look at it, I look at it as like I, I'm doing something here <laughs> and I'm, I, I'm not trying Kiss to be uh, money hungry, greedy, the mafia, nothing like that. I'm literally just trying to do the best work I can for. The best people I can find. So if you want to treat me like that, that's fine. But I'm not. I might not even take on whatever you have right. after that. No matter how much money you're offering, I'm not taking it on because I look at it. I look at it as like a business killer because I could have another client I'm doing work for and say no to them for you, and then you're gonna go on holiday every time I email you invoice. So which one is gonna hurt me more mm. in a way? So I look at it as like relationships and collaborations. Yeah. And if there is something that's not quite right, yeah. then it's worth yeah. taking it in consideration and just keeping it in mind. It's like, do I want to put myself in that position to be mad? Like, cause I hate just thinking something. I hate like sitting there thinking this might go south yeah. and then you do it anyway. And then you go south. You can't be upset. You asked for this. Like you, you were aware, like your intuition was like, Mm-mm. Mm-hmm. don't do it. You know what? You know, such good advice for. I'm just thinking about people who are like, you know, freelancers have obviously yeah. been hit quite heavily, yep. generally speaking, because mm. of quarantine, furlough, all of that. Yeah, like mm. this is such solid advice because some people probably mm-hmm. be thinking, oh, you know, I'm taking invoices. There's something wrong with my business. I'm still doing this, but the fact it's clean, there's not. It, I, I I looked. I used to look after businesses at work. Yeah, and they were chasing. Mm. Yeah, and they were startups. Like it's just a part and parcel of the business. Um, it is. It's good encouragement to know that you can still be in quarantine and still be getting stuff done. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. You need to stop your work, man. So I, I love that, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I look mm-hmm. at uh, I look mm-hmm. at quarantine time too because really, how many times? I don't know. Obviously, I don't know how you guys sort of reason yeah. with yourselves, but like, how many times have you sat around and thought, how many things would I be able to do if I took a break? Right. Mm. I also say to you. I also say to you. Mm. How many things could I get done Bruh. if the world the world took a break? Yeah. Can you imagine? Because when you stop, when you take a break, the world still continues. Yeah. When the whole world takes a break, like especially for the people who work in offices and the boss was like, nah, stay home. Uh, I still you still get paid, but stay home. I'm kind of like, well, this is the perfect time for you to really think about everything you're doing, if you're happy with it. Uh, and what if there is something that you want to do, this is the time to train yourself to do it. So when things get back up and running, you might be like, you know what? I don't even want to work in, in banking anymore. I want to be a golfer. Like, it could be, like, stuff like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Speak it, bro. Like, do you know what? That's, and that's legit. Like, I think, you know, obviously, I don't know if you've seen on social media the whole, we're talking about it a couple of times, but the whole, mm. you know, in quarantine, just chill, don't do anything. I think, like, this is a time for you to really figure out what your next move is. Do you know what I'm saying? The world is still right now. You can be moving 
and figure out what you're going to do when everything comes back into play. So absolutely, it's a win-win, man. Because not only are you keeping your brain busy by not like going insane, but you're also learning and you're also discovering things about yourself. And obviously, I understand that it's not easy for everybody to uh, manage themselves like that, let alone their mental health. Yeah. But it, the best way is to just stay busy and really, you know, not to sound too deep, but re-evalu- evaluate your life and think, what else can I do? Or what am I happy with everything I've been doing? Like, how can I change it and stuff? Or how can I improve it in a way? Flames, mm. you know? flames. Yeah. No problem. Go through. I've got, I've got one more question left. I don't know if this is deep. I don't think it's deep. But um, okay. Since you've mm-hmm. been since you've been a graphics designer and you've been working on your craft, would you say that mm. you are working in purpose? How how do you mean it? Because I think I know what you mean, but I, w- I want to make sure I answer the right the uh, with the right angle. I mean, like mm-hmm. okay. So when you um in whatever you're oh, doing, mm-hmm. there's a there's a meaning behind it. There's a there's a goal. So do you feel as if that you work in your purpose? Like, okay, you have an, you have an ultimate goal, something that you want to do that will not just affect your life, but other people's lives. <clears throat> have you got that in mind? And do you, I do. do you um, and this might be a bit of a lengthy purpose? answer, so I, uh, my apologies. We're in quarantine, you've got all the time. Go ahead. <laughs> true, true. Um, yeah, there's different elements to that. So um, when I was younger, right, my dad is an architect. Um, <laughs> when I was younger, my dad used to take me to the studio I used to work at and there'll be like lots of different architects drawing different things. And I would sit there and look at them. Um, getting older now, I'm like, my dad fed us through what he loved to do. Uh-huh. Um, I would like to do the same thing. I want my kid to look at my work and be like, yo, my dad was doing this when, I, when he was my age uh-huh. and I ain't never missed no switch no ps4 because homeboy was working every single day working really hard and and doing all these things and obviously i'm not saying i want to be a slave to my family but at the same time it's like it's nice the feeling of being able to look after your loved ones through something that you really enjoy doing you know i think that's like one angle for me um the second angle is more like to do with artistry is like there's this thing that I like to do, which is like once a week, I like to sit down and go through all my work. And it might not be the work I created that month for that year, just random pieces of work mm-hmm. I've made. And that's the only time I get to appreciate the things I make. Reflect. And not because, of, yeah, reflect. Like, not because I'm trying to be abusive to myself, but because it's like, I want to sit down and look at it and be really, really happy mm-hmm. with what I made. And I don't want to sit around like once a week or once every two weeks or whatever and look at it and be like, oh, this looks exactly the same as what I did last year. I wanted to improve and improve and improve. Yeah. And what's been happening lately is that uh, as I draw a lot of as I draw a lot of people or women, yeah. I can see the progression of these characters. I and mean, like in 2016, they used to look like this, maybe flat colored or simple line work. Yeah. The following year, they look a little bit more detail, then a little bit more detail the, the following year. And it, it, you look at something I've made yesterday in comparison to what I made three years ago, yeah. seeing the evolution makes me really, really happy. Like it makes me feel like I'm doing something right. 
Um, so it's kind of like my main objective is to get better and better and better. And I, and I feel like I, I feel like I've been getting better and better. Like I feel like I can literally sit down and draw whatever I want to draw, like directly from my mind rather than trying to replicate what's in my brain in a way. Mm-hmm. Like I literally draw it true to what's in my, in my, in my mind, like exactly how I visualized it when I first had the idea. Yeah. And it's a great feeling as an artist, like from the artist, from the creative, like it's almost like the creative spirit in you. Absolutely, yeah. There's no ceilings. Like you can literally just sit down and draw whatever. Like you can have inspiration and be like, okay, I'm not gonna try and figure out how to do this thing. I'm just gonna do it, and I'm gonna look at it and be like, oh, like two hours ago, this wasn't a thing. Now it is. Imagine, and you've just created it. That's the beautiful thing about art, man. Like it literally is your your mind on paper or whatever like literally spilled out that that is that is flames like i remember you um if i remember correctly i i don't know where i saw it i feel like it's either on your instagram but i remember when we, on our last episode we did there was a picture of you i feel like you were on your dad's knee in his studio yes yes <laughs> yeah. see look at that I, 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 this, this is my memory you know you were you, obviously that that's sick because it's kind of like you know, you're drawing inspiration from uh, from your dad's work that he was doing, and I remember you would say that your mum was a massive encourager for you. Hundred percent. Well, um, so yeah. just having your, your parents. We had a guy who said he was an actor last week join, and he talked about uh, how his parents were um, supportive of his talent and his creativity. And I think that the fact that you have that as well is just obviously testament to the fact that you can just grow and be confident. And and know that you can you obviously acquiring all these clients and stuff for the and the, that you're talented man it's it's, it's dope it's absolutely dope. absolutely you know because along the way you're gonna you know you're gonna meet a lot of people that are gonna put that that in your heart and your and your mind like people are gonna be like oh like I remember that my favorite thing was like oh yeah my friend did that but he's a uh, he does this now because da, da, da. I'm like okay thanks for telling me yeah. what do I do with that information yeah. now like thanks for like you know what I'm saying it's like you meet a lot of people that are gonna be like that based on their own experiences are going to look at things like, oh, you know, I know someone that did that. It didn't really work out for them. I'm like, how do you compare someone's life story with yeah. mine when you don't even know me like that, in a sense? Exactly. You know? exactly. No, no so, the same, man, but it's true. Absolutely, yeah. So, you know, so if your parents can sort of, um, if your parents put trust in you and give you a chance, I think you have more of an incentive, especially coming from an African family, a Nigerian family. Yeah. Listen, your mom takes a chance on you and your dad takes a chance on you. You better go there. Yeah, I'm right with that chance, boy. Absolutely. Because news travels fast and Brother, gentlemen, we all know. You have to. Somebody, some, someone in somebody's family is a criminal, auntie's going to find out about it. Auntie's are going to talk. So. Very news, news travels fast. News definitely travels fast, but not I'm as fast you. as a WhatsApp chain. The auntie WhatsApp chain fam, they're quicker than Sky Wait. News. You don't want to bring shame up on the family name. So if if your mom says, you know what, go and go and do what you enjoy doing, you feel a bit more at ease with yourself, and you want to work hard. So you know, because I I, I, listen. If you ever see the way mom walks around, walks around my exhibitions, the way she's just there walking like she's VIP or something, it's funny. It's like it's great. Like I love seeing that. You know, because why wouldn't you feel happy? Because you, you you spent nine months cooking up a child and the child makes you proud it's a great feeling in my opinion great feeling jeez kings man king kingsley fam a clean-hearted brother bro <laughs> accolades that are coming to you man i'm excited to see where your journey goes from here as well 
All of the gum, fam. I'm dead. I can't wait. I'm, dead. I'm, I'm buying all the gum. I, I got you covered, gentlemen. I got you covered. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm buying them all. Oh, we appreciate you, man. Love for that, bro. No, thanks for having me. Wait, it's been an absolute pleasure Love, talking to you this afternoon. You. Quarantine. Um, these just you just got very creative just coming on, man. You know, guys, we're nice in you, you know, audience. We're nice, we're nice in you. These three people, <laughs> they're on BBC list and night list, you know, it's not easy to just obtain. Uh, <laughs> oh, we move, we move. But, yeah, um, keep up the good work, though, guys. Like, keep but up the good it's work. Not, you like, know? It's, it, it's always like a really lovely conversation when I talk to yeah. you guys. Yeah. You know, Every, and the question everyone says that afterwards, still. But yeah, uh, yeah just thank you, bro. What 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 where can people good, find you, Kings? Yeah. If they're if they're looking for your work or just you know that kind of a thing, where can they find you? Uh, yeah, you can find me on uh, kingslinebetchy.co.uk. So it's spelled K I N G S L E Y N E B E C H I uk where I put all my work. I need to update the website because there's been a million things I've done since then. But if you if you find yourself on my website, just click on the Instagram link at the top and you'll find the latest things I've been working on, uh, which is more a bit more updated. But yeah, if, um, right. if anyone needs me out there, just give me a shout. And Instagram is the same, Kingsley Nebechi. Well. Kingsley Nebechi, yeah. yeah. Well, you heard it. Man like Kingsley, the man behind Murky, Nike, BBC, and many more. And I'm sure when we have you back for in the future, there'll, there'll be many more that will add into that list above and beyond. Oh, for sure. Uh, for sure. Uh, been your boys, Afro, Mike, and Enoch. Guys, if you want to uh, obviously follow us on social media, we're on at the point podcast on Instagram, at the point PBPFT on Twitter um, as well, and check us out. And we don't know, maybe one of you that will be our guest next week because right now in quarantine, we're just making this up as we go along, man. So, but it's working out. <laughs> it's working out for us so far. So, with that, uh, Afro, Enoch, Mike, and obviously, man like Kingsley, and it's been the point. And we out. Peace.